This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome into another edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle from 105.3 The Fan. Wanted to give you a Caps preview as the stars uh, after the Caps head into the All-Star break. But a nice afternoon tilt on Saturday. So I wanted to talk and let you in on the Capitals because we don't really see them that often. And obviously we think of Ovechkin, but there's so much more to this team. And joining us from Afternoons on the Fan in Washington, D.C., part of the Grant and Danny Show, also part of Capitals TV, is Grant Paulson. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, I just look at the Capitals, and I see the names when I go down the stat sheet. and But then I look, and they've lost three straight to Central Division uh, opponents. Where are we at as far as, you know, how the fans and how you look at this Capitals team? Hey, Gavin, it's tough. I mean, they are really in a weird spot because, frankly, in almost any normal traditional roster-building situation, post-Stanley Cup now in the rear view coming up on six summers ago in 2018, it would be time to reboot and rebuild and move some of your veteran assets, whether that's defenseman John Carlson who logs a lot of minutes and has a a big eight-year, $8 million contract, or T.J. Oshie or... Uh, some of the other veterans who have been around for a long time for this team. But we're in a situation right now where Alex Ovechkin is trying to score enough goals to catch Wayne Gretzky, and he is now under 70 goals away from an all-time record in goals. The Capitals have promised him, as he re-signed here, that they would not rebuild, that they would allow him not only to chase uh, Wayne Gretzky down, because that's not only big for Ovechkin, but for them as well. It would be incredible for the organization. Uh, They told him that they're going to give him a chance to keep winning as long as he's here, that they're not going to bottom out. That While it's something that fans don't always – Love, I think, as a reality here, it's it's also not that uncommon that you've got this all-time great, maybe the best goal scorer ever, a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players to live. You know, th- this isn't the first team to make a promise to that guy that, hey, we're not going to bottom out and, and start building this thing from the foundation up until after you're gone. So this is the tough part is, yeah, they should probably move a couple pieces, but they've got to sell that to him. And I was told last year when they moved Dmitry Orlov on defense and Garnet Hathaway and a couple of the, the players they sold off to add assets, it was a really good trade deadline in the grand scheme of things. You know, Ovechkin wasn't thrilled. You know, it didn't really go with his timeline, his plan. So that's the situation they're in right now. Uh, what's difficult is he's, for the moment, not scoring goals, and they're now not winning games. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's what we kind of saw here with Dirk Nowitzki, where knew the end was near, knew a record was within sights, knew he wasn't the same player, but at the same time, you want the history to be played out in your hometown. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's a it's, great comp. Yeah. Uh, and. 
Look, I would say this, if just to quantify it for your listeners, Gavin. I mean, I would say if I was doing a pie chart, 75% of Capitals fans-ish, maybe even a little more, their number one priority is Ovechkin's entire career is here. He breaks Gretzky's record wearing the red from the Rock the Red era, and the rest can kind of sort itself out. They have a Stanley Cup, and they can kind of live on that. But it doesn't change that when they're down 3 nothing, the jokes on Twitter are loud, and the anger and the fervor on social media is loud, and when we take calls that people are upset. So it's not unlike, you know, here with the Wizards, people for years have said, you're mediocre, you're not going anywhere, you're paying Bradley Beal, this is a terrible plan, bottom out, be terrible, tank. And now they're doing that, and they're seven and nine hundred this season. Respect, you know, numbers approximate, and people are irate how terrible they are, right? Like you got what you asked for a little bit. So I, I think it's hard because people want Ovechkin to break the record, and they want him to finish here, and that means perhaps that you're probably not starting this build. So you're elongating this period now, where since they won the cup in eighteen, since then nineteen on for three straight years, they made the playoffs and didn't get out of the first round. And they could be on the precipice of not making the playoffs this season, which would now be stringing together multiple years of not having spring hockey, which has not happened here since before this era began. You know, way back when Ovechkin and this team started to, to make playoff appearances regularly about 15 years ago. Yeah. It, it, you know, what's interesting, too, is I look at the wild card standings. I mean, I, I know do do fans do they still think wild card is within reach? Just five points as of today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, before this recent stretch where, you know, not only are they losing, but they're getting walloped pretty good. Uh, they were in a really good spot. If you look at the games in hand as well, they, they've still got a couple games in hand over a couple of the teams they're chasing. Uh, the problem is they have the hardest remaining schedule in the conference. And last I checked, it's been about a week and a half, perhaps the hardest remaining schedule in all the National Hockey League in terms of the opponents ahead. So the part of the season where you had to harvest your nuts and, and kind of file some you know, squirrel some things away here, they weren't able to do that necessarily. Uh, there's also the trade deadline coming up, and they do have some pieces if they wanted to move them, that they could do that, they could pull that off and, and get assets back. Again, you probably need Ovechkin to be willing and sign off on some of those things, though, or at least engaged in those conversations. They could absolutely make the playoffs. I guess the larger question is, like, to what end? Do you have the goaltending to make a run? When Charlie Lindgren's played this season, He's actually been outstanding. Yeah, he's been for the really most good. Part. Yeah. Yeah. He's been dynamite for them. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Darcy Kemper, who they paid a lot of money to and brought in after he won a cup with the Colorado Avalanche, has kind of been a disaster for much of this season. Uh, and that contract isn't working out. He's become their number two goalie. But I, I don't know that anybody really views them as a team that can make a run. My philosophy is different, I will say, which is to say that in hockey, I just think you got to get into the playoffs yep. and see what's what some puck luck, some bounces, and see where it goes. The, the team, the Caps, won the Cup. That was not their best team. It was the year they had the, the most good fortune. Um, so I, I'm a believer in, like, build a playoff team, and, and that's the job. But a lot of people feel like they look at this team and they go, this is not a Cup-caliber team. 
you know, what is the point of this, I guess? Yeah. And, you know, I see so many of these names and then I look at the power play percentage at just 14 percent. And I'm like, brutal. wow, that's that that's brutal, brutal for the names on that roster, especially, you know, Ovechkin. I mean, that was just and, you know, still is at times, I guess. But, you know, that that's just such a canon. I mean, you'd go to the games when the caps are on the power play, even though you were like, for instance, we'd be rooting for the stars. I mean, I'd be on the edge of my seat waiting for that puck to come over to Ovechkin for that cannon. Yeah, so they went, believe this or not, Gavin, they went a calendar month without a power play goal this That's season. amazing. Wow. Uh, it, it was, uh, I, I want to, I'm, I'm top of my head, I want to say it was like 43 consecutive power plays that they didn't score on at one point, which is unfathomable. This has been, up until the last couple of years, over a decade span, this kind of, elite level to your point just uh, indefensible oh, yeah. incredible top of the league power play and it has trended south over now multiple coaching staffs and a handful you know a few seasons uh one of the reasons they went and got spencer carberry remember who's their yep. new head coach who i think's done a really good job i think he's getting a little more out of this group than there is they just don't have any offense and goal scoring which we can get into but they're playing a pretty sound buckled down defensive system more nights than not they're not giving up a lot of high danger shots when things are going well. And and I think, you know, he is showing this was a, a tremendous championship level minor league coach who last season was coaching a power play on one of the better teams and better power plays in the conference. You know, he, he I think he was a really good hire. He's the youngest coach in the league. Uh, this is a, a long-term play for them, but he was brought in to some extent to fix the power play. And it just between him and Ovechkin, it just has not, happen despite the pieces that they have Oshie in the slot you know you can put Wilson in front of the cage with his big body uh Kuznetsov who can play a little quarterback I think this is the one area where losing Nicholas Backstrom who is a Hall of Fame caliber center and one of the great players of his era Amazing. as a uh, an assist man and and the Robin to Ovi's Batman like he always kind of quarterbacked their power play and made the right pass and possessed the puck and would work you know in whatever area he needed to uh, to set everybody up and, and made the right decisions. And as he, he hit a hip injury and his career has been derailed, but as he deteriorated over the last year and change, I think their power play did too. It's good to hear what you said about Spencer Carberry, that you, you like what he's done in his first year, getting what he can out of that team, because, you know, I, I'm like you. I, I looked at him as an up-and-coming coach. I loved his youth, his relatability, the fact that he came through the system, his success at Hershey, and, you know, I say that because I also look around the league and teams that are on that fringe wild card, a few of them have tried the bench bump. And the bench bump, for the most part, has been successful. We're now seeing it in Patrick <laughs> Waugh. You know, I mean, unfortunately, the Stars, you know, when they faced them, it was Waugh's first game behind the bench. And I, I told our Spits and Suds listener, beware of the bench bump. So I'm glad the bench bump's not happening so they can watch him grow as a coach. Yeah, I think they'll be patient with him. I, I think they're realistic, whether they say it publicly or not, you know, about where they're at, uh, which is to say he was not handed a, you know, Stanley Cup caliber team. I mean, this was, you know, LaViolette the last couple of years, Peter LaViolette, um, I, I thought he did fine, but it was just kind of an uninspiring, authoritative veteran head coach. And they needed to go, in my opinion, younger and higher energy I think he's done some really sharp things. He's gotten a lot out of Anthony Mantha, who has become much more productive this season for them, which was one of the biggest priorities on their to-do list. He's fourth on the team in points. 
Uh, he's got 14 goals on the season, which is second. The only Dylan Strom, uh, he was basically a healthy scratch. They were parking night in and night out because he and LaViolette just didn't see eye to eye, and he's one of the higher-paid guys on the team. Um, just as an example, Connor McMichael, you know, some of the younger players, none of these guys are super high-ceiling stars, but Alexi Protus, who they just gave an extension to, who's been on the second line at left wing. Connor McMichael, I mentioned, is a center who's played some wing for them, was a former top-round pick. Uh, Beck Malenstein was on the fourth line working hard for them. These types of players who have worked some of them uh, in the past with Carberry and I think are responding to his coaching have all elevated their games this year. So there's been a lot of good. The, the bottom line is they, they just can't score. They can't really generate chances. I guess there's some concern or worry or question as to whether or not that's a system thing. Does this have anything to do with his scheme? I just don't know, you know, for people that think that, like where's the offense supposed to come from, right? I mean, Strom, as I said, leads the team with the 18 goals, and Manta's got 14, Wilson has 12. Other than Ovechkin, who's not scoring, Oshie's been hurt a bunch. He's got eight goals. But, like, who else is supposed to score? Yeah. The, the idea of Kuznetsov is better than the player at this point. I think they'd love to move him if they could, and it's just not happening. Uh, McMichael's ascending, but has seven goals, and he's a center at this point who's more going to get apples than, than score. Uh, their fourth liner, Dowd's got seven goals, in, including some shorties. But like they, they just don't have scorers. They don't really have top six skill that's necessary. And, uh, and and maybe they get that, you know, whether it's at the deadline now with the $9 million that's freed up with uh, Backstrom, if they put him on long-term IR, or maybe this offseason. But for the moment, I just think it's it, – it, they got to win two to one and three to two way too often. You know, one of the things that does concern me about this upcoming game, Grant, is the Stars have struggled with some teams that exert their physicality, and I know the Caps can do that. Yeah, they, they can play big. Um, one of the knocks on them has been, frankly, over the last couple of years in town with folks, is that they're not fast enough. You know, they don't skate enough, but they can be heavy and lean on people. Um, there are guys on this team where it's more size than physicality, like Anthony Manta looks like a guy you don't want to – yeah. You know, have to do the puck out of a corner because he's coming. He's not necessarily going to hit you, though. Same with, uh, like, Protus, who's a monster. But, look, you got Tom Wilson. TJ Oshu's not a big guy, plays a very physical he does, brand yeah. of hockey. Uh, the fourth line has done a really good job forechecking and doing some of those things. Ovechkin less this year than in the past, frankly, but is one of the most physical players in the National Hockey League and has been for years. So yeah, they could be a pain in the butt to play. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't get it twisted as I'm kind of down on how things are trending right now. This is not a fun team to play when they're engaged for 60 minutes. It's just that, you know, a couple of their best players, including Evgeny Kuznetsov aren't engaged nearly enough. And I, I just think they lack some firepower. So if Grant Paulson's coaching the stars, how would he attack the Capitals? I think first and foremost, the teams that give them problem, get the puck out of their own end. They get in transition. You know, they're able to get access through the neutral zone with speed and it gives the capitals fits. So that would be the first thing I would say. I think at even strength, you know, this team, Washington has been pretty good. Their penalty kill has gone through stretches where it wasn't, but has been dynamite at times. Uh, I think to me, um, you know, if you, if you play a game where, you can get the puck off the stick from a defenseman, you know, activate, maybe get up the ice with any kind of speed through the neutral zone. I'm worried when Washington's playing teams like that night in and night out. Um, and the second thing I would say is you just got to throw the puck on the net. I mean, they do a poor job, in my opinion, at getting bodies 
out from the crease. I think way too often their goalies can't see shots that are coming. If Kemper's in the net, not to beat up on him because he's had some good games, but he he has struggled with rebound, rebound control here recently. Um, so it's, it's a puck on net game for me, and it's a speed game that really would bother them. Yeah, and that's interesting because the Stars focus on speed with Johnston, Robertson, Hints, and then uh, Matt Duchesne Grant has been absolutely amazing here. It's just, it came out of the blue. We knew he'd be good, but it just seems like he's thrived in Pete DeBoer's system. You know, I'll tell you what's interesting is sometimes, you know, Washington benefited this, benefited from this for a long time, but, you know, culturally there are just these teams that are elevators, right, where the Caps would go find, like, Brett Connolly. Great and point, And all of a sudden yeah. he's a 20-goal guy. Or, oh, she comes from the Blues yep. and becomes a star, and he's going to all-star games. And a lot of it is who you're playing with or the system, but, yeah, to see – you know, he's a plus 13, and he's creeping up on now, what, 45, 50 points? And yeah. He's top five on the team. Yeah, uh, at just $3 million a year. He's playing well, but that well, also big goals. I and mean, leading the team in yeah. game-winning goals Yeah, you know, this season. So I, I just think though it, it almost feels louder when, when some of the goals you're scoring are so big. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why, you know, Stars fans are kind of keeping their fingers crossed, like, hey, Nashville's still paying you. We still take $3 million again, but... <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> I got, luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> I got to I feel, you know, I looked him up last night. Uh, Matt Duchesne has signed $105 million in contracts. What a career. Jeez. Wow. You, that's you just, more than I thought. Yeah, that's crazy. I know, it is absolutely crazy. Well, taking the hockey hat off... You know, as the brand manager of 105.3 The Fan, love you guys in D.C. You guys are beasts in afternoon. Congratulations on all your success. Uh, I know you have a show to do. Really appreciate uh, this preview. And uh, I love giving our our listeners, uh, as we grow this podcast, kind of a look at the next team so they can listen and then they can watch the game. And they say, ooh, I heard Grant talk about that. So thank you so much for carving a couple of minutes for me, my friend. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Be well, and good luck to your boys the rest of the season. Thanks so much. That's Grant Paulson, 106.7 The Fan, part of the Grant and Danny Afternoon Show, also part of Caps TV. Thank you so much for listening to this preview of Caps Stars on Spits and Suds.